The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Join Bloomberg in San Francisco or virtually on May 7th for The Future Investor, Data-Powered Transformations. This 2024 event series will examine how data is not only playing a pivotal role in investment decisions, but serves as a driving force behind the construction of innovative, investable enterprises. This series is proudly sponsored by Invesco QQQ. Register at BloombergLive.com slash FutureInvestor slash radio. Nike reported global sales for the prior quarter that beat analysts' expectations. Joining us now to discuss this is Poonam Goyle, senior U.S. e-commerce and retail analyst at Bloomberg Intelligence. Well, seemingly dominating a lot of news flow out of the earnings um, was the, the fact, Poonam, that sales were up 17% and up in, in every jurisdiction except for China. And in these kind of recessionary fearing times, I suppose investors really like that story. Is it as simple as that? Yeah, I mean, they definitely delivered on the top line. And if you look at it on a FX neutral basis, even China was up. So overall, very, very solid top line numbers here. And even on the margin front, they, you know, had markdowns that definitely drove margins down, but they did better than what consensus estimates called for. Uh, really, the only, you know, the only concerning area from this release was the inventory levels, which were still up yeah. north of 40 percent, which means that there's going to be markdowns even in the coming fiscal quarter. And that's expected. And, and you know, that's really what we're watching for, how they clear inventory. But outside of that, um, strong brand heat, strong momentum, active wear, still a heavily sought after category and Nike leading its charge there. Uh, one thing, Poonam, though, uh, China does it stand out in terms of a sore thumb, at least. But we, one can understand that people aren't exactly exercising while they've been in lockdown. <laughs> That's absolutely right. So China, you know, of all the regions, is definitely lagging and continues to. Though as those lockdowns ease, which, um, you know, we've heard that they are beginning to ease slightly. It's a wait and watch situation. When these lockdowns do go away, if they go away, when they go away, I think China still remains a promising area for Nike. It's a big growth uh, growth area, growth region with highest profits of the company. You know, China is a very highly profitable region. And um, the consumers there will go out and will start working out once they can. So I, I was kind of musing aloud uh, as I was putting some notes together for our data checks. I was thinking that Nike and FedEx tell different stories, but in both cases, the stocks jumped. And we just talked about how Nike flexed its muscles with really strong sales. And that's a company just getting things right, I suppose, while FedEx flexed its cost-cutting efficiencies with a billion dollars of cost savings. That would seem to bode well for two of these kind of big American companies that, that people follow. Uh, but w will Nike focus its energies going forward, do you think, on, on cost-cutting so that it can kind of win at both ends? Well, I think Nike has to be careful if it does that. Um, we don't want to see costs go down in areas where they have future growth potential and market share gains. For example, in the quarter, you know, they've had um, price increases this year. And despite that, 
they saw full price selling do really well across their top products and footwear franchises. So that demand creation expense, which continues to rise, I wouldn't want to see them pull back on mm. that. So I think mm. they have to be really careful. If I, I don't think they have the same option to cut back as aggressively because it would really hinder growth going forward. Tell me something. I mean, how far can we look at Nike as a, and I mind the pun, if you will, uh, as a shop window into the rest of what's going on in the retail space? I think, you know, each retailer tells a different story because it's the consumer is pulling back a little. We've heard that across the board, the macroeconomic conditions could, um, you know, swing us into a recession and therefore the consumer will pull back. But I think what differentiates Nike from the rest is that it is the leader. It has over $40 billion in sales, the number one athleisure brand in the world. And it has a lot of innovation and star endorsements, celebrity endorsements that really differentiate or help differentiate its place in the marketplace. Um, yeah. Not all retailers are doing well. We heard from Adidas and, you know, there are some struggles there. So um, it's it's a catch 2020. It's a catch 22 in terms of how retailers so, are performing and resonating. So, so the the extra inventory, uh, you know, part part of that is a comparison with 21. But let's not go right. there because it gets kind of complicated. But uh, sure. can they can they? take care of it with just volume i mean can they you, you say they have to cost cut i mean they'll have to lower the prices but they can sell a lot of volume they absolutely can if you look at the inventories and you break it down quarter over quarter inventory was actually down um three percent on a dollar basis and high single digits on a unit basis so you can see that the inventories are trending in the right direction there's just more of it that needs to be done and the, the only piece that I'm watching for, which could, you know, be a red flag, is where they clear it. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to close it there, but that's an interesting question. Poonam Goyal with us, senior U.S. e-commerce and retail analyst at Bloomberg Intelligence, our analyst wing. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.